0: To the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Seat podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We're going to talk about last night's episode on today's show. Boy, there's some things to break down in what happened last night and so many different angles to approach it from. So we'll try and attack. As much as we can, there uh, we'll talk a little bit about Bachelorette with charity season beginning filming either tonight or Wednesday, tomorrow night. And got some pop culture news: what's going on in certain reality shows, and a little bit more on Taylor Swift. And we will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast is also brought to you by Microdose. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC. Go to microdose.com and use code REALITYSTEVE. They're going to give you 30% off your first order and get free shipping. The links can always be found in the show description. You know that, either Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, the links are always there. But it's microdose.com, use the code REALITYSTEVE for 30% off your first order and also get free shipping. Also, this podcast brought to you by Trivia Star. It has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. All right, let's get going. And it looks like things are back to normal in terms of the podcast. Friday just seemed like a major anomaly in terms of why... The Daily Roundup didn't post till literally Friday night, well over 15 hours after I had uploaded it into the system. But yesterday's went up at its normal time. If you were looking, it was up, I believe at between uh 7:45 and 7:50 Eastern time. So, looks like we're back to normal. Thank God. I didn't want to have to worry about, well gosh, every time I upload it to the system, I have no what I have no idea what time it's appearing now. But as you know, I have it set, programmed, 7.30 Eastern time every morning. The Daily Roundup is in there, and then when it appears in your feed is usually anywhere between 15 to 25 minutes after that. A couple days it's gone 30, 35 minutes, 45 minutes. One day it took an hour, but Friday was the first one where we had just an enormous, an enormous amount of time, and I didn't really understand what was going on, and I still don't really what happened, but... That's the best I can give you. Moving on to The Bachelorette. As I said in the open, I believe filming starts either tonight or Wednesday. I'm basing that off of the fact that, well, their thing has always been in the past. Once they release the men's or women's photos, filming begins three to four days later. They released it on Saturday. They've already taken them off the Facebook page, so if you want to look at these guys, you can. It's on Bachelor Data's site. There's other sites that have it, but Bachelor Data has it on their site. And yesterday I was able to get two more guys for you to uh, that have been confirmed, and that is Joe Menzia and Michael Barber. So now that's 20 guys that you have the first and last names of along with their Instagram accounts. Still two guys just have an Instagram account of. And then seven guys that I don't know yet. So we will fill those in, I, I believe, as time goes along. Any info on that, pass it along. Just looking for last names and Instagram accounts now. And um, filming begins shortly. So we're going to start seeing some public dates, I'm sure. There are already one they're promoting for Oceanside in San Diego next Tuesday. So there will be fans out at that. I'm sure pictures and information will get out about that date since it's a public date. And just kind of take it from there and just see day by day. Sometimes stuff comes in, sometimes it doesn't. We just never know. So we'll take it from there. But I believe her season, charity season, starts filming tonight or tomorrow. Now, I want to talk about last night's episode because obviously there was a lot to it. People have some very serious thoughts about it. Kind of just starting in the beginning of it, I just. I'm, I'm amazed. Like, we've seen it in the past. It's usually in the first episode. Like, okay, our bachelor's got some abs. Let's show it off in a shower. It's like, okay. I get it. This is the, what, five hundredth time they've showed Zach showering this season? And every time he's showering, he's outside. Like, if they're at least going to make this guy shower, can we get him inside? I didn't know there were so many outside showers in this world that wasn't at a beach. And none of the outside showers he's taken this year have been at a beach. Just bizarre. Like, I know, you know, look, Zach signs on to be The Bachelor. He's basically their puppet. He does what they tell him to do. I don't think Zach is like, hey, can I take another outside shower this episode? I'm sure he's quite embarrassed by it. Not embarrassed about his body. I'm just saying, just embarrassed that he has to do this and rub soap on himself on national television. It's just weird. I feel weird rubbing soap on myself in the shower alone, and nobody's filming me. (laughs) It's just weird. I don't know. I know I'm not the only guy that thinks that way. It's just weird. Now, he has to keep doing this, and I don't understand this show's fascination with constantly showing Zach showering. It's like their fascination with old people. We always have to see some old naked couple at some point during the season. I, I, I don't understand it, but again, we get a shot of him just showering outside in Thailand. Can we at least get him in the Sofitel Hotel showering? Makes no sense. Man, you knew Ariel was screwed when, for her overnight date, it didn't even start till nighttime. She didn't even get a daytime portion of her date. Like, this is supposed to be the one time you have the most romantic date of the season and literally they went to a food market at night and ate Thai food? As I said on social media, I really hope when they got to that overnight date hotel room, there was a bottle of Pepto in there. I That was just... that looked That seemed like a date that was put together 10 minutes beforehand. This is the overnight dates. This is supposed to be like, oh my gosh, I mean... Gabby got to go down to a beach. They got their own private island. Katie and him got to go. It wasn't a kayak, but it was, you know, a boat, and they got to do something cool. It's like, hey, Ariel, best date of the season? Yeah, let's just go eat off of a food truck. That that made no sense to me. But (laughs) knowing that she was the one that got eliminated, it's like maybe he didn't want to give her a, a good date. Didn't want to get her hopes up that it was going to be something uber romantic. I don't know, but that should have told you something if you didn't know the spoilers. And he made it known. I mean, obviously, we know the big deal last night before he starts any of the dates. He tells Jesse, like, look, it just sex complicates things. I'm going to go with the no sex policy. We knew he broke this Um, for the last two weeks. I I didn't know anything about this episode. The last two weeks, I just kept telling myself, I can't imagine it's anybody but Katie. But that was just me guessing. I had no idea. I had no idea what happened this episode, or else I would have told you. But <laughs> And now watching it, if you would have asked me, yeah, Steve, he has sex with one girl. Or oh, in the overnight dates. Who do you think it is? My first guess would have been Katie. My second guess would have been Ariel. Because she was the first one, and he broke it right away. I'd be like, oh, okay, he breaks it right away. And then he basically has to guilt himself into also having it with the other two. Well, boy, was I off. I I never thought in a million years it was, it was Gabby. It never crossed my mind that it was her. And boy, was I wrong. But I didn't, I mean, wrong being that like, yeah, I just, my guess was Katie. But then when I really thought about it, when the episode was airing last night, I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. If the only one he had sex with was Katie, how would there have been any suspense for the finale? Because I think most of the audience would have think, well, God, he's down to two. He only had sex with one of them. I, there's no way he's picking the one he didn't. So, yeah, so it, then it, then it started to dawn on me. I didn't put much thought into it. It wouldn't have made sense for him to only pick Katie. Or not only only have sex with Katie. Because there would have been zero suspense in the finale. Now at least there's some suspense. Even though we don't know what happened on the overnight date with Katie. Although she didn't she say to Gabby at the Rose ceremony, I know you're the only one he had it with. So yeah, I guess they did I guess Gabby was the only one. We'll get to and we'll get to this right now let's all right let's gather our thoughts here (laughs) and let's talk about what happened with gabby so zach breaks his vow and zach decides for whatever reason he wants to have sex with gabby and it's not like it's just his decision it's clearly hers as well zach is allowed to have sex And Gabby is allowed to have sex as well. As long as it's two consenting adults, they're allowed to have sex. Now, it doesn't help matters that Zach said before the date, I don't want to. And during the date, tells Gabby, this is not how I want this to go. Are men allowed to change their mind? Sure. And Gabby was clearly into it. She wanted it as well. So there's nothing wrong with them having sex. The biggest problem here was Zach feeling the need that he had to tell Katie about it. And you could say all he wants about, hey, I don't want to lie. I don't want to keep secrets. I'm not good at keeping secrets. I can't do this. The bottom line was that benefited him. He wasn't looking out for Katie's feelings. He was looking out for his own because he realized he fucked up. And he was covering his own ass. Because while that may seem really noble of you to not hold any secrets from Katie, number one, eventually Katie was going to find out about this anyway. There's no way because we've clearly seen Katie and Gabby are BFFs. I got to believe this would have come up in a future conversation. Not to mention watching the show. Like, all Katie would have had to do. Like, if Gabby somehow kept it from Katie all this time, Katie would have found out last night. Number two is Zach saying that, like I said, it benefited him more than it did Katie, but it really broke any sort of trust he had with Gabby. Because now Gabby's like, wait a second. We're consenting adults. It's our own private night together. Why do you got to go tell somebody else? And I don't understand why Zach didn't understand that. It never made any sense. I know he kept saying, I don't want to keep lies. I don't want to keep lies. But, you know, I don't want to lie. I don't want to keep any secrets from Katie. She has to know. She has to know. And while that's noble and all, you just broke the trust of the woman you had sex with. And the crazy thing about this is, for years on this show, they never even... They would make innuendos about overnight dates. And frankly, I think they should go back to it. Because bringing all this stuff out in the open now is making it so uncomfortable and you're putting these women in some really awful positions. I mean, you saw what Katie said or what Gabby said to Katie at the end of the episode. I feel like I've got a scarlet A on my chest now. Do we is that what we really want from the women who have who choose to have sex as a consenting adult on this show? Now we have to make them feel shamed? Gabby didn't do anything wrong. She isn't and and it's not like Zach slut shamed her or anything. I don't feel that Zach slut shamed her at all. What he did was break her trust by just going and telling Katie, "Yeah, I already had it with somebody." I just I didn't understand Zach's thinking whatsoever on this. And I'm just I'm scratching my head, going, "What is the point of? What is he getting out of this?" And it's only the only thing I could come up with is he's clearing his own conscience. That's the only reason he would run and tell Katie. Well, the second reason, and I guess this is the biggest reason at all. The reason he told Katie is because he knew before the overnight dates even started he was picking Katie. And he just realized I fucked up. And if I want to keep Katie, I have to tell her. Or else I have the ability to lose her. Because if he was knew he was picking Gabby. He wouldn't, have bothered, he wouldn't have bothered to say anything to Katie. He told Katie because he knows he's picking her in the end. A few days later, he knows he's going to propose to her. If he knew he was proposing to Gabby, why would he even bring it up to Katie? He wouldn't because he doesn't care because he's not picking her. But he just had sex with someone he knows he's not picking in the end. And God forbid Katie found out beforehand. I mean, it it, it poses the question. It poses this question. If you're a woman on this show, and, you know, look, when Gabby made it quite evident, and, well, I, I, I should say it, Gabby, Katie made it very evident when she had that conversation, when, when Zach told her. She's like, look, if you could just read between the lines, all you could hear her saying was like, look, I get it. I get this is the week where sex usually happens. I get it. I, have you know, basically was saying like, look, I know the show. I understand. You didn't need to come out and tell me that. She even said like, it's like you're pouring salt on the wound. It's just better left unsaid. And that's where it's just like, not only did he tell it to Katie, but then when he went to Gabby's room before he haven't even had his date with Katie and basically telling her, I got to be honest with everybody here. Gabby's like, well, wait a second. We just had a private moment together. Why do you have to? The answer is he didn't. He didn't have to do that. He did it for his own selfish reasons. And now you look at it and you're like, wait a second. So how does it even work out in the end with them or whatever? Well, Katie got over it after that afternoon date. She came back and met him for dinner. So she clearly was over it. They were making out. She was fine with it. Yes, it bothered her in the moment. But she gave it some long-term thought. She probably talked to production. Realized that Zach is really into her. She didn't want to leave it. You know. You could ask a million questions. Hell, Susie was the third overnight date. Clayton admitted he had just banged Gabby and Rachel. Susie walked out on him at that point, said no to him at the end, and then a few days later was able to get over it. So while it is something that bothered Katie in the moment, just like it bothered Susie in the moment last season, they eventually got over it. And I think that's where we're at now. Susie took a few more extra days because she said, what, within days of getting home from wherever were they were, Iceland, right, is when Clayton reached out to her. And they had to talk, you know, no cameras, everything, talk like real people. And then she was able to start a relationship with him and – and that's, and that's where they were at. So Katie was able to get over it in a few hours because she showed up for dinner that night and said what she did. And they were making out at the end of the night and they stayed the night together and probably spent a lot of time talking about it and probably had a deeper conversation than we can imagine because she was clearly fine with it we know next week she sep- accepts an engagement. So I it's I know a lot of people are going to be worked up over this and I think Zach handled it horribly and but clearly he's together with her. So it's like whatever questions you have, you might want to direct them at Katie like, Katie, how did you feel about that? And, you know, in the time, yeah, she was really bothered by it, as she should have been. Like she said, like, why you didn't need to tell me this. But what if later on she found out? Which she probably would have since Gabby and her are friends. Close friends. I'm sure she would have found out before March 20th. I'm sure Gabby and Rachel. Oh, Gabby and Rachel, where am I coming up with this? You know, I'm sure Katie and Gabby... Have spoken since filming ended. I mean, technically, contractually, are you allowed to? No. But we all know they do. We're not dumb. There's no way that Katie and Gabby haven't spoken since November. So, she would have found out anyway. I just think Zach made two major mistakes. He made a mistake by initially saying, hey, no sex this week for me. That was just dumb of him to say. It's... Why even pit put? Why even paint yourself into a corner by saying that? Because the second you think with your dick and change your mind, then you look like a hypocrite, and then you look like somebody that the women can't trust. And the number two was feeling the need to tell Katie about it. I understand why he did, because he knows he's picking her. As I said, if he was picking Gabby, there'd be no reason whatsoever to ever bring that up to Katie. He told Katie because he knew he was picking her. Simple as that. And in that turned into a very bad move because then you just shared with everybody that you had sex with Gabby when there was no need to share with anybody else. You don't need to tell anybody else. And for the longest time on this show, we never knew. We would hear, you know, a year or two after the fact when someone did an interview. But for the longest time on the show, we never knew who had sex with anybody unless it was made quite obvious. Sometimes it was. But now, my gosh, this show just outs anybody who has sex in the fantasy suite. And it's kind of uncomfortable. I don't want, I don't, I don't know. I don't care to know. I just assume it does because these are all adults and they're allowed to and and there's nothing that says you can't. So, I I it, the whole thing is just it's just weird how it's totally changed. Like, these last two bachelor seasons, the overnight dates have just thrown a giant wrench into things. By the way, the guys have acted totally bizarre. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Let me know what you think. Um uh women, I I have a question for you and I guess it's tough to say because it's, it has to, you can't even relate this to real life because this isn't real life. But let's just say you were on the show and you were one of the final three and you're the one he ended up picking in the end. Would you just be under, would you just lay down the law of don't ask, don't tell? You'd never want to know. Or would you demand to know before you accepted an engagement? Did you sleep with any of the other two? If that was even possible, because we don't see that conversation really ever happen. We had, you know, Maddie did it, but Maddie laid it out beforehand. Like, hey, if you do, I'm gone. I think Susie, once she found out, I can't remember. if Susie Did Susie tell Clayton beforehand? I don't even remember. But what I'm saying is, I guess my question to women out there would be, where would your stance be? Would you say, absolutely not? Or would you kind of go on the show with the attitude that Katie had, which was, look, I understand it's a possibility. It could happen with somebody else. I just don't want to know about it. You don't need to tell me about it. You don't need to rub salt in the wound like he did. Would you take that Would you take that approach? Or would you be like, look, if you are going to get engaged to me, there's no reason for you to sleep with the other two. I'm curious because I think we're going I mean, we, we know where Katie stands on things. I'm sure, yes, she wouldn't have wanted him to if he knew he was going to pick her, which he clearly did. But... When she was talking to him last night, she made it seem like, look, I understand the show. I understand the process. That's why it's so hard to separate sometimes this show from real life. Because in real life, no, it wouldn't be acceptable whatsoever that three days before you got engaged to a guy, he slept with somebody else. But on the show, unfortunately, because they put so much pressure on the sex and the overnight dates, it just happens. And there are plenty of people who have gotten engaged on the show Who did bang somebody else three nights, four nights beforehand to get somebody. They had sex with somebody different than the person they got engaged to three or four days later. So we know it's happened and it's just a product of the show, not real life. Clearly in real life, if you found out that the guy that you just got engaged to slept with someone else three nights beforehand, you would end the engagement in two seconds. But that doesn't happen on the show. There's been plenty of people that have had sex on the overnight dates and then got engaged to somebody else three or four days later. So that's where Katie's stance was actually really cool of her, to be like, look, I get it. I understand how the show works. I'm not dumb. But, but, you don't need to tell me about it. And maybe she would have been fine hearing it later on down the line. Probably wouldn't have been excited about hearing it, but would have, I guess, understood it better because she knows this is a possibility of what can happen on the overnight dates. Like Katie's stance and her answer and what she told uh, Zach was, after he told her about I've had it with somebody else, it was like the perfect answer. And she had the perfect response to him. Like, why'd you tell me this? What are you doing? I didn't need to know that, and you know, and Zach just kept harping on. Well, I don't want to keep any secrets. I want to keep any secrets. He just wasn't thinking. He made a he made a, he made a bad decision. But yet, while Katie was upset, a few hours later she was fine. And you know, I you know, next week we will find out. Next week we will find out how much it bothered her if it's had any effect on their relationship whatsoever, but it certainly doesn't seem like it has. So, you know, it's like, why am I going to sit here and be all, Katie, what are you doing with this guy? She, It's her life. If that's the guy she's chosen uh, to be to move forward with, then clearly she isn't bothered by it anymore. Granted, this also happened in November. I mean, it's going to be almost five months later by the time we actually get to it, you uh, get to talk about it, them get to talk about it publicly for the first time. So, anyway, I, I'm curious to know what you guys would think and what you guys think of this whole situation because I think there's going to be – actually, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage is going to be of people that would are, are, are on, like, Katie's thought process of, you know what, I know it's a possibility. I know what I signed up for. If it happened, it happened. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about it, but I get it. Versus, no, I absolutely – in that situation on this show, not talking about real life, talking about on the show, how would they react? Would you, would you absolutely tell them, would you do a Maddie and be like, look, if you're interested in me, great, but if you go and have sex with somebody else, we're done. Would you go that route or would you go Katie's route? You know what? One last thing that we're going to end this with, and that has nothing to do with the show. Uh, Pop culture news. I'm sure you saw the story. Tyra Banks removed as host of dance with the stars, you know, it's to, it's, it was basically put out there as like she's going to focus on other projects. I think she was run out off the show. I She was never a good fit, to me at least, and I think to plenty of others. It just, the show became about her, and she tried to make a lot of things about her. And, you know, replacing a legend like Tom Bergeron, she was never going to win in the court of public opinion. But I just, I, I, so she already was behind the eight ball from the second she took that job. But I'm glad that she's gone. Not that I hate Tyra or anything like that. I think, I just think that I watched every season that she was on. I watched her host. I didn't think she was very good. And maybe that's because Tom set the bar so high. She just wasn't as good as Tom Bergeron. And now they brought in Julianne Huff to replace her. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Julianne. And Alfonso Ribeiro hosting the show. I think it'll be good. And your judges are Carrie Ann, Derek, and Bruno. Because Len is now off the show and back in London and back in England and just decided that last season was his last. I'm sure he'll make an appearance here and there. But Julianne and Alfonso hosting the show, I'm fine with. It just it never clicked with Tyra. At least to me it didn't. And I know with a lot of the audience it didn't either. So... That was the uh, pop culture story for the day, reality TV story for the day. Anyway, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Much appreciated. I know this is going to be a hot-button topic for the next week or so, and um, I I really want to know your thoughts on this. And um, if you're a woman, where do you stand? What would you be? But you have to put yourself in the situation on the show, not in real life because I'm guessing every single one of you in real life would dump your fiance if you found out he had sex with someone four days before you got engaged so you have to put it in context of the show and i'd love to know your opinion on would you lay it out there beforehand saying if you do i'm out or would you lay it out there and be like look i understand but if you do don't tell me about it don't ask don't tell i'm curious let me know thanks for listening really appreciate it and i will talk to you tomorrow see ya!